Welcome to the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, where we answer your dental and orthodontic questions so you can be better prepared when you come into the office. I'm Dr. Sam Burrow, teacher, author, and award-winning board-certified orthodontist, here to answer some of your frequently asked questions. Welcome to the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welchel, Culp Orthodontics. Today, we are here to talk about the fun topic of insurance and all the things that come along with it. How is it used in orthodontics? When is it covered? All that good stuff. But as always promised, we're going to give a nice quick answer in the first minute. We'll only keep you here about um, 10 to 15 minutes in the whole, whole thing. But if you don't want all the details, yes, you can certainly use insurance for orthodontics and is used quite often to help that be more affordable or take off that top line and make it better on your wallet, whatever the case may be. But long story short, it can be used. So if you have orthodontic treatment, let's get into it. Let's get some of the details. It does differ somewhat from dental. Obviously, orthodontic insurance is used for braces, Invisalign, anything orthodontics or the dental is on this side. So if you've been using your dental insurance and you think you understand that real well and you're moving into the orthodontic world, make sure you're asking some questions and looking at some details. Let's get into coverage of orthodontics and how it typically does. So what they like to do is a certain percentage off of a total treatment up to a certain cost. So this can be kind of tricky and a little bit frustrating if not explained well. That means that in the wording, it will say it covers up to 50% of the treatment cost. But then in fine print, it will say up to $2,000 or $1,500. What does that mean? Well, if treatment is $6,000, it's still only going to cover two. If it's $10,000, only going to cover two. $4,000 covers two. Now, if it's 3000 and it's full, now it's only 1500 because that's 50%. So you have to look at that percentage, but the main thing to look at is the up to. So you know, that way we know if it's a $8,000 treatment plan, we're not getting 4000 off. We're only getting two off. So we go in that knowing better what's going to be, be covered. Um, that can also be with partial treatment. So like we said, if it's not going as long, sometimes that big number that we see that it covers will not cover it. So make sure you talk to your provider and orthodontist about how long treatment will be. Will this be limited treatment, full treatment, and what they expect the insurance to cover. Um, they also want to know, you know, if you're going to change insurances. So this is another big frustration that we see. We just had somebody come in the other day, actually. A great patient has been doing very well. They're about at their year mark and they switched jobs or they were moving or whatever the case was, they dropped that insurance. And they didn't really let us know. They just said, hey, I'm changing insurances. I'm going to this one, but this one should cover it. So once we did that, we realized that there was some stipulations that this insurance company quit paying and this insurance company won't pay because they already have braces on. So now that patient is stuck with the difference because of the insurance lapse there. Because what they do and how they pay is 
different than we would think. We think, hey, they're going to cover $2,000. let us cut the check. Here's the $2,000. goes into my account. They don't do that. What they do is they either pay monthly, quarterly, sometimes biannually, but a lot of times call it quarterly. So they're going every quarter you're getting you know, a payment to knock down your account. Well, if you get into a year and you have two years of treatment and you quit that insurance or you stop, change, whatever the case may be, then they're also going to stop paying. So maybe they have have $2,000 coverage. They've paid a year of that, $1,000. You change insurance companies. You drop them. They drop you. You have that $1,000 to cover yourself. Now, if that second insurance company does pick it up, which can happen, then great. You know, we'll do all the work for you. We'll do all the legwork and getting that worked out. But what we don't want is that frustration of, the patient being responsible when they had no idea that was going to be the case. So know that insurance pays out through the whole treatment. So if you're going to change, let us know and we can help you navigate the change and, and what that might look like. Um, enrollment. Another big question. A lot of times with the kids, like, hey, when there's a little button I can click to get orthodontic coverage, when should I do that? And that's a great reason why we should be at the orthodontist a little bit earlier. So we always talk about getting in as early as you know seven or eight. That does a lot of good things health-wise, helps those teeth come in, helps us catch things early, but also timing-wise. So you know when you're going to start treatment, you know how that's going to go. And then you can say, hey, doc, it's 2023. Do we think 2024 is reasonable for braces? Because we're about to have open enrollment, and I want to know if I want to put her into orthodontics, him or her. And uh, usually they'll know exactly what to tell you. Yep, absolutely, probably next summer. So let's go ahead and, and get that insurance coverage, and um, we'll be in good shape. Always like to go over some coverage limitations. That's always fun with insurance, right? What are they not going to cover? And a big one that can be frustrating is age. So a patient will come in and say, yeah, I have coverage. They'll actually know their coverage pretty well. I get 50% off this, that. They're going to cover this. Great, fantastic. We go on the back end of ours. Our insurance team checks it. And sure enough, there's that clause. 19 years or older does not qualify. So a lot of our adult patients that come in thinking they might have coverage because their insurance company says it, there's a small stipulation in there that ages them out. So if you're signing up for insurance and you're clicking that button, that's a big thing to look at. What are the age stipulations? Are there other restricting covenants like you know, cosmetic restrictions? Some insurances say, of course, we'll cover you. And then you go to the orthodontist and they say, well, it needs to be medically necessary, which a lot of times it is, let's be honest. So what the orthodontist will have to do then is write the insurance company why it's medically necessary, goes back to the insurance company. To be honest, a lot of times it comes back to the doctor with a few extra questions, then back to the insurance company, and then back to us to let us know what type or if any coverage is available. Now that back and forth, this is not an email that happens overnight, right? This is snail mail, this is insurance companies, so we are working at their pace. We find that that can be frustrating because you come in, you think you have coverage. I want to start my braces today. Let's go. 
have to do all this back and forth. Sometimes it can be up to three or four months until you're able to get your appliance. Now, that can be worth it because it could save you thousands of dollars, but it's also a timing frustration. That also being said, there can be stipulations on time. So if you just got your insurance, make sure you look that there's no waiting period because sometimes they'll say, yep, you're covered, but we need to wait six months. And if you get your braces anytime in between that, then boom, no coverage. So um, a lot of times your orthodontic provider will catch that and, and let you know. But again, can be frustrating if you're not thinking about it or know about it because we're, when we decide we want something, we usually want it then. And um, not being able to get that because of some time limitations uh, can be frustrating. The next topic is in-network versus out-of-network. What does that mean? How do we decide? What restrictions does that put on the patient? And those are very good questions. So if you have an in-network plan, that can be great. You can have a very low-to-entry top line and a great percentage. Just say treatment is normally $6,000, and you're in-network with great insurance. It says, nope, it's going to be $5,000. We're paying the orthodontist, and you only have to pay half of that, which is $2,500. And so you, know, you can get that cost down pretty well. What they don't say sometimes is that does limit some of the appliances you can use, some of the treatment modalities, and certainly the treatment providers. So it gives you a list of providers that you can only use in an area. Now, that being said, you can be out of network and still get some coverage. You just don't get that really, really nice top-line price. And so it does change that dynamic a little bit. What we try to do at Burrow-Welshall-Culp Orthodontics is we do love to take those insurances because we want access to care to be very high, but we also offer membership levels. So say you get that great deal, but you want to add on this appliance or you want to add on this warranty, you know, this retainer for life program, whatever the case may be, we can kind of peel that out and customize it to you. So not only do you get to use your great insurance, but you can get some of those things that that insurance company is trying to cut out. So essentially you get best of both worlds, but just know if you're in network to ask, Hey, is this only, is there other options or is this only what my insurance will cover? Is this the best treatment? You know, a lot of those different things. So that's uh, that's important, important to know. Um, a lot of them are not like that. So as long as a person takes the insurance, you're good to go. It's not going to stipulate whether you use Invisalign or braces or, you know, or herb supplies, whatever the case may be, but some of them do. So just know to ask. Um, and that's a good wrap on insurance. I think the main focus is what can be frustrating. So we'll go over uh, just again, the top line frustrations. If you're going to change insurance, make sure to let us know because they do pay over the entire time. And if you stop that insurance halfway through, they're also going to stop paying, and the patient is typically responsible for the remaining balance, which can be frustrating if you don't know from the beginning. Um, another one is the exclusion and waiting times. So watch that age restriction if you're an adult. Watch those waiting times if you're getting it for your kid or you're an adult because you don't want to get those braces put on during that waiting time. Um, network restrictions, make sure we know um, if we are in network, what it's restricting, 
what docs we can see, what appliances we can have in the reimbursement process. So luckily with orthodontics, this is usually pretty easy. It's all done by the orthodontic office. The patient usually has to do nothing. But there are a few insurances out there that require the patient to do some of the paperwork and receive the payment, which is fine. It's all the same money, but it's sometimes harder to, you know, realize that into the account and, and realize what's going on and just a little bit more frustration with some more paperwork, usually every quarter. So that's not a huge cause of concern, but something to think about. Um, and that's a, a quick synopsis on orthodontic insurance. Big takeaways again, just ask questions. Know it's different than your, your dental. Um, know that they, like all insurances, they try to put some uh, stuff in there that, that might trip you up or frustrate you. So uh, we're here to navigate that with you. BWC Orthodontics has a whole insurance team that can talk to the insurance company on your behalf, you know, explain your benefits very well so they're completely understandable. And then when inevitably a problem does come up, you have support from us. So I hope that helped with insurance. I know we get a lot of questions on it. We use it every day. It can be a great thing. So let us know if you need anything, any questions on that, and we'll be happy to help. Until next time, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at Sam at bwcortho.com that's sam at bwcortho.com you can also visit our website bwcortho.com and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have